On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we are going to get a little controversial. First and foremost, we're going to end up talking about my Accord. and Civic, you mean? Yeah, yeah. my Civic, and how I really hurt Josh and Devin's feelings today. Don't tell why, but you hurt our feelings. I hurt their feelings about my car. Uh, then we get a little controversial. Josh insists that Devin and I enter into a conversation about Roseanne and how Roseanne tweeted out some stupid shit that ended up getting her show canceled. Mm-hmm. It's Josh's fault. It's basically Josh's fault. It's he fine. insists. I'll take the blame. He insists that we talk about it. And finally, we talk about my potential punishment. Punishment is coming. It's on the horizon. We're going to give you all three choices and we want you all to make a concerted effort to figure out which one you think would be the best and the most befitting of me losing Battle of the Beefcakes. Absolutely. We're going to introduce that on our socials later this week. Uh, you can find us at Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. I forgot what Facebook was called, at OBP underscore raw. And if you'd like another way to reach out to us, you can find us at obppodcast at gmail.com. Look, I have done a lot to lose weight for you all. I did it for myself, but I did it for you all as well. Keto is the way. Keto is the future. Now it's your turn to make Adam pay. So I'm on the way to Adam's tonight driving down the interstate was going to make a little pit stop stop off at the liquor store got a lovely bottle of four roses that we're drinking right now that I'm uh, go- thank you by the way yeah thank you four roses for your delicious whiskey oh, thought, were you I saying you thank were... you to me or to four roses yes the four roses is, is an inanimate object i'm not thanking the four roses i'm thanking you <laughs> i thought right. you were going to say something else adam i thought you were going to lean over and be like oh not a sponsor by the way no anyways yeah uh, why don't you pull your fucking mic to your face, by the way? Great joke, Devin. Yeah. Thanks. Great as always. Anyways, so stop to get the whiskey. And as I'm, as I'm continuing to drive, there's just this, there's this dark cloud lingering over me. There's just this, this storm cloud lingering over me because Adam sent us a picture earlier in the night <laughs> and I, I honestly couldn't stop thinking about it, and and it, it actually brought a lot of emotion up inside me. You legitimately get, you got upset. I did get upset when I sent you that text message today. You exclaimed. I did. I did exclaim, <clears throat> um, and, and for good reason, if you ask me. But anyways, so I digress. Um, so I, I continue my my descent upon Adam's house, and um, as I pull into his neighborhood, and I. I get closer to his house and I'm, I'm within, you know, whatever I shot something really stands out to me. And it was, it was very, it was very like, what's the word I'm looking for? It was, it, I don't know. It was excruciating. It was excruciating. Like it was overwhelming. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that I finally realized and, 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 and knew that the civic was gone. Yep. The civic is no more. Yep. 
I'm just gonna I, I, since you I'm just gonna jump on board since you assholes you know it's a fucking Accord I'm just gonna jump on board. I well, sold. he actually he, he called it a Corolla earlier. <laughs> fucking idiot. Not even the same brand. <laughs> yeah. I so what, tell, what happened to it? I, and I, I am I'm, there's a little part of me that's pissed because once we had to decided it was going to be our first giveaway, giveaway. Or one of our giveaways. Yeah. Oh, either a giveaway or we were going to 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 like bash it in, pawn it off to bash it. It was going to be a bash car. Yeah, that would have been good to to brand it uh, uh, as the OBP or open box policy car, and then beat the shit out of and it. Use like, it as a fundraiser, like for at the a podcast. high school. Yeah. yeah. Key- keyword would have been. Yeah. So what it, happened? So I was. It's been sitting there forever. I don't know why I don't sell it. I, I mostly don't sell it because one of my neighbors turned me in and cost me a lot of money because I had to go to court during the like snowstorm we had here uh, because they said it was it was uh, illegally parked. I left it. I just turned it around and left it in my driveway, taunting whoever had turned me in before. Because if the license plate is not visible, then technically uh, you can park it on your property. A, a, a stick loophole. It to the man at a it's, loophole. it's kind of a loophole. It's an interesting loophole if the license mm-hmm. plate is not visible. Mm-hmm. So I left it there just to taunt people because I'm a bit of an asshole. No, you're not a bit of. You're a. I'm, I'm a, a solid. Full, yeah. I'm a solid ninety nine percent asshole. Full blown. So anyway, I walked past my car one day and there was a yellow note on it that said, do you want to sell this car as is underlined? Call Kevin, blah, blah, blah. Well, hold on before you, before you go any further, did it ever pop into your mind that maybe this person is a listener? No, no, it didn't because... I don't, I don't want to denigrate our podcast, but <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to bet my entire life savings that he's probably not a listener. <laughs> Is it, are you saying this after you met him? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying it beforehand. I would take that bet. After I met him, I can, I can guarantee this guy's not a listener. <laughs> All right. Continue yeah. the story. Yeah. This, so, guy's, so he, you, this guy's not a listener. So you get a note on your car. Says yeah. call Kevin for a good time. Call Kevin for a good time. Uh, I text Kevin. I don't even follow his instructions. I texted him. <laughs> you didn't even call. I do that it, all the sticking time. Sticking it to it's, the it, man a second time. <laughs> yeah. I buy, I've bought and sold a lot of cars on Craigslist, and I do a lot of stuff. And I am I, I pride myself in and always making sure that if someone doesn't follow instructions, then I refuse to even acknowledge them so you started out by not following his instructions just for the hell of it what if he had like a flip phone and one of those old verizon plans where it cost him 25 cents for every text message? <laughs> he was using like t9 to text <laughs> yeah. me yeah. yeah um anyway i texted him and it was odd the the conversation was as basic as you could possibly imagine i said hey my name's adam i saw that you left the note on my car um Yes, it is for sale. He sent me three words, not three words, three basic statements. He said, year, comma, lowest price, comma, cash. So, number one, it doesn't make sense. Deal. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) You said, all you you reply with, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I responded, 96 comma five zero zero yes, and then I, yes i have some <laughs> yes 250 like i have 250 in my pocket you know i i, I don't know it was just kind of stupid we never responded 
So I knew that I'm probably, I, I mean, realistically, I'm probably dealing with someone of lower than average intelligence. So <laughs> I responded very eloquently. An appropriate question to ask would be, what will you pay for the car? And he responded, two, zero, zero, comma, zero, zero. Whoa. Wait, 2,000 or 20,000. No, that's, that's, yeah, it's like 20,000. Well, it it was. It's on the verge of 200,000. It's on the verge of 200,000. So I saw that and I thought to myself, this is impressive. This guy must really have a lot of money. This must be like a really special car to him if he wants to pay almost 200,000 for it. Yeah. It was damn near 20. Man, 20 96 years. Civics are hard to come by. There's a lot yeah, of zeros are. behind that, too. They are. Yeah. So, obviously, I knew that he meant 200. He was just simple. So Simple Jack. Simple Jack. Simple Kevin. <laughs> so, simple Jack. I responded. I So, now he's, t- he's, he's low-balled me. Uh, I didn't want to go through all the hassle and, and the haggling and all the bullshit. That really stresses me out, especially when you're selling something really cheap. Because when you're selling something really cheap, you bring out the dregs of society. You're not really getting the people that you really want to deal with. You didn't not, want to lose the sale. and you're Yeah, and you're not really getting the people that you really want coming around your home. And it takes a lot of time to constantly haggle with them and have them test driving a car that already has a compromised transmission. I mean, this is what's going through my head. I want to just sell the car, and I am willing to take a considerable amount less money. I told someone one day that I would take 100 bucks for it. I, I even started thinking about donating it. So $200 is a win for me. Did he ever, like, did at any point did he say, how many bags of aluminum cans would you take for it? No, no, that's pretty hilarious, though. That's pretty. How many bags of pennies? Yeah. yeah. How, how many, like, rolls of push-together copper would you take? <laughs> yeah, I've been out raiding all of my neighbor's H-backs. air conditioners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of copper and aluminum. I desperately need this Civic. So, desperately. I, I uh, told him, that's fine. Now I'm going to put the pressure on him. He's annoyed me a little bit with a low ball offer because I said five hundred. And he asked for your lowest, and then yeah. he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna low ball him by three hundred dollars." Yeah, and I mean the car was free when I got it. You know, six seven years ago, it was free. Someone gave it to me, my dad. So yeah, I was annoyed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the pressure back on him. I was going to ask him when he could pick it up, if if. 20, if anything over 24 hours had come out of his mouth, I was immediately going to respond, just no, comma. You know, just, <laughs> just, just comma. Just because. No, comma. Right. Because, you know, I, I just, I wanted, the guy had already been kind of a little weird with me via text message. So I said, at like 7 o'clock at night, when can you, when can you buy it? That's fine. When can you buy it? If, if he would have said like, three days would you would you have then taken it to the junkyard and then sent him a picture of it in the crusher no I, <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious yeah gone out there with a sledgehammer and sure pounding on it yeah send him little like gifts of me beating it send him a video of a bulldozer running over it. yeah open up the radiator and, and urinate in it while i videotape it um you dip in your hog in it. i i would have yeah i would have basically said something like for every day that you can't pick it up, it goes up by one hundred dollars. 
So three days equals 300. The price is five now. I need this gone instantaneously. I would have said something like that. Like, I love to kind of screw with people like that because, it, it, you know, it, you're always putting them in a position where they have to act. Right. So, but this guy was aggressive. He said, I'll be there tomorrow morning. So I'm like, whoa, okay. If you're, if you're going to drag this thing out of my house tomorrow morning, uh, that's worth 200 if you're going to get it out now. So what you're telling me is that you knew about this yesterday, yet you did not forewarn us. No, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to like spoil it, but here, I also didn't know if he was going to show up. So I called Kevin because this whole time I was thinking to myself, this seems mm-hmm. a little fishy, which is what you should have done in the first place. As the note said, I didn't care as opposed to texting him. Yeah. So I call him and he's like, <laughs> he answers the phone. Hey, boy. No. Screaming children in the background. No. He's just like, this is Kevin. <laughs> and I said, hey, Kevin, it's Adam. I'm I'm the one selling the white car. He goes, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. How how you doing? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm good. I just wanted to call you because he asked me. He said, he said two words, text, address. And that made me uncomfortable. You left the note on my car. Right. Why don't you know my address? <laughs> I didn't he even think about that. Your address. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think about that. So I said, hey, you know, hey, Kevin, uh, it's Adam with the car. He goes, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, how you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. Um, I got a question for you, though. I'm curious. You're the one that wrote the note and stuck it under the windshield wiper on my car. So I'm, I'm curious why you're asking for my address. <laughs> and he goes, oh, hell, man, I work for Comcast. I'm in five, six, seven neighborhoods a day and. You know, I see some cars every once in a while, and I'll just like stick a little note under there and say, "Hey, if you want to sell this car, let me know." That's fucking creepy. Yeah, but he said, "I'm I'm looking for a car from a son, and I just wanted to, you know, I I had been in your neighborhood, I had seen that car sitting there, and I figured, you know, I'm gonna go for it. I'll put a little note under there, see if someone wants to sell it." Hey, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, and but he was just the the kindest, sweetest man, just like, oh shucks. That kind of guy. So I said, no worries. Uh, so let's say 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. He goes, sounds good. See you at 10. Click. And, and I was like, it was just a conversation over. So, wow. yeah, this morning at 9.50 fucking 9, no joke, I get a text message that says here. And when I stand <laughs> up and look outside, my clock goes click. It turns over to 10. Wow. This guy was sharp as attack. That's a good old country boy for you. Yeah. Like Cleavon. Punctual. Yeah. And he was, it was, there was no bullshit either. He got out. He looked at it. He <laughs> popped the radiator off. He checked the oil. He turned around. He goes, how many keys you got? And I said, I said two. He goes, oh, hell, I thought you only had one. I said, no, there's another one in my pocket. He goes, oh, great. That's, that's fantastic. I mean, it was, he goes, you don't even have to clean it out, man. If there's nothing in here you don't want, I'll just take it with me and throw it away. It's all right. He said, Here's two hundred bucks. It it was just ridiculous. Wow. It, yeah, he was just like anything else, and I said no. He was all right, man. See you. <laughs> I just went and stood on my front porch and smoked a cigarette and watched him because it just seems so surreal. Did a single tear. Yeah, roll single, down yeah, here. yeah. But it, yeah, it was it was it was interesting. He's a super nice guy. So he texts. Keep his he texts like he's retarded. Well, I can't say that. He texts like he's mentally handicapped, but 
He's a super nice guy. So in the process of selling this car, did you also watch the hopes and dreams of this podcast roll away? Yeah, I admittedly I thought to myself, I would really love to to stencil like open box policy all over it. And in retrospect, I almost wish we would have done that. But I know neither of you assholes are gonna park it at your house and it would have just stayed in my driveway and I refuse to park it in my garage because I have a nice car. If I would have parked it in my driveway, then I probably would have had the cops called on me. Yeah, so I'm saying you'd have gotten kicked out yeah. of your bougie neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they would have closed the gate on my neighborhood. So I want to talk about something that I saw come across my feed today, and I think it could be a bit controversial, but I think it warrants discussing. And I think it's becoming a major issue or becoming a, a very um, prominent story, and I want, to, I want to dive into it. What is it? So I saw that Roseanne's show got canceled because of a tweet that she sent out. Oh, yeah. This has been big. Yep. Yeah. Um, it actually surprised me. Yeah. Well, I know we're going to probably get into that, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the tweet, which I, you know, 100% agree has some racial undertones to it, or maybe not even undertones, just has some racial tones to it, which says, this is what Roseanne tweeted out. Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. And VJ is Valerie Jarrett, which was a uh, a lady that worked for the Obama administration. Like an aide or special yeah. counsel or something. What did you say she was? A secretary? Uh, yeah, she was some kind of you look it up? secretary. Yeah, I got you. So my question is this. So ABC immediately cancels her show. Like right after this tweet comes out. Yeah, I think I it was less than twenty four hours. Yeah. I think that they had canceled her show. She like released the the released the the statement or or the the tweet. And the very like, next day, at like eleven forty five, and the next day, like eleven thirty, they canceled her show. Yeah. So my question is: is do you guys think that this tweet warrants the cancellation of a very prominent series on TV? Do Before you think you it was, answer, Adam? Um, she served as the senior advisor to uh, Barack Obama and assistant to the president for public engagement and intergovernmental affairs. Okay, so that's a pretty, it's a pretty big post. Yeah, pretty big post. Well, and admittedly, I, I know you asked a question. Where I'm going to get to it. I had no idea who she was when this all started happening. You kind of mentioned it to me, and I looked her up and and, and was like, I just don't, I, I don't get. I don't, it. yeah, I don't remember her from like that administration. I didn't remember her, and I, I kind of looked. I expected after I read Roseanne's tweet for when I looked at this person because I didn't understand to be like, oh wow, that's like an African American. And I looked at the lady, and that was not my first thought. That was not my first thought at all. But, um, I think they probably. They shouldn't have fired her. I, oh, I, or or here, let me let me retract that. They have to fire her, given what she said. In my opinion, in the in the current climate that we live in, if someone says anything that is even remotely racist, like you know, calling out maybe this woman is a Muslim or maybe she has some Muslim heritage, and saying likening her to you know a character that's an ape. I mean, it's. They have to fire her, but I think they could have kept the show going, and or maybe just written her off and, and killed her or something without having to just fire all those people. Well, do you think that 
some of the things that we see in in more liberal shows like maybe Bill Maher or The View that while they what they say may not be may not have racial tones to it or undertones, do you think that they warrant similar um, repercussions? That's tough. Anything having to do with race is hallowed ground. You Absolutely. Especially with African Americans. When we make fun of Muslims and we make fun of Jewish people and French people, and even though that's not a race, it's a nationality, but I mean... <laughs> Yeah, just, for, just start me. naming off countries. It's basically yeah. we we make fun of Brazilian people. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know all the races we make fun of. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Russian people. Yeah, and... yeah. The Russian race. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's they make fun of all these people, but they don't they don't ever go on that hallowed ground. They still get graded differently. The the all of Hollywood. And all of TV are, are hyper-liberal. I mean, that's that's well-known. Well, yeah. And they obviously, like Whoopi can come out, or Rosie O'Donnell, or Joy, Joy Behar, Bill Maher, whoever, uh, Keith Olbermann, anybody can come out and say things that are just like, what the fuck? Like, you want the president to kill himself? Or you said, like, he'd be better off killing himself, or he'd be better off blowing his brains out, or... Or whatever. It it blows my mind that those people don't get heavier repercussions. Right. But they already we already know this. Everybody kind of hates Roseanne anyway because she links to the right. Well, then they were all. I think they were also saying that. Um, I think there had been some turmoil or discourse amongst the like the on crew. set. Yeah, on set, like with the crew, with her, with some of the writers that she had actually in this remake as things like progress. That I guess during the first. Uh, run of the show that she was like an executive producer and she had was more hands-on but this time that she actually relinquished that and actually had Sarah Gilbert take on that role because she didn't one want to have that role and two I don't think she necessarily agreed with the, the way things were going and that one of the main writers which was Whitney Cummings who's a comedian had actually left the show just a couple weeks ago stating like schedule issues but they really think it was because of like turmoil amongst the crew and the, the yeah. actors and stuff. And and I've heard that numerous times, that Roseanne is really difficult to work with. Right. I, apparently during, I think, the first run of the show, her and and Dan, um, who is... John Goodman. John Goodman, apparently Jim had Ralph. some some serious issues like near the end, I think. Might be one of the reasons why they wrote him off the show for a while. Like They, they were like butting heads a lot, and like yeah. he didn't want to work with her anymore. You know, Roseanne famously went out on a field during the national anthem and sang it in her like kind of whiny voice and then grabbed her proverbial balls and spit i mean she's been a controversy for a long time and i think that they were waiting i think what i'm saying is they knew it was something she was going to do something and she had already come out with a bunch of pro-trump stuff and they were afraid they were going to take a big ratings hit and they didn't because people were like good good on you and a lot of the people that watch Roseanne are that style person. Probably conservative. Yeah. Um, I think they were already waiting and assumed. I bet you it wouldn't surprise me at all if either in her contract or quietly behind the scenes, they said, if she says anything, if she opens her fucking mouth and we lose any ad revenue or we lose any sponsorships or we even think that we're going to we're shutting it down shutting it down well here's the thing too is like i i, I think 
look, totally idiotic what she said. There's no reason for that tweet. Um, and it, it clearly is a shot at someone and, and is not warranted or, or anything like that. But while I, I agree with you, like I think that they, they almost have to take action against her, but do they have to just eliminate the entire show? Now, I'm not saying that you can have the show Roseanne without her, but what, is there another way that they could go about it? Like, I, I don't know, like a, a spinoff or, or something yes. else. I don't know. Yes. This whole season, uh, I, matter of fact, I heard, I heard Joe Rogan talking about this. They have, they have basically put a spotlight on Darlene. They, a lot of the season is about Darlene and about her struggles and about her and David's relationship. And, you know, he, I don't, I don't think he's seen his kids and, yeah. you know, there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot about the family. R- Roseanne, it's like the, the, the show sh- is, has her name. By it's the her, way, it's not as good as it used to be, but it, I mean, no, it's, it's not, it, it's good to see it back, but yeah, it's not as no, good. No, it's as it not as good. Be. I've seen an episode, but it, it shares her name and she's on the show, but it's not like she's the main character anymore. It's basically what people are saying. Right. Part of it, it, Rogan had even mentioned, or people have mentioned that she has, she has like a bad drinking problem in real life and like she's been super exhausted and she hasn't been really like tuned into the show. But yeah, I, I, I think they could have saved all the employees. They could have saved everybody there. They could have uh, left her on for like one episode, killed her off in a car wreck or in some like ridiculously catastrophic way and then just said we're going to rebrand the show and call it like The Connors. Yeah. Or what are you going to say, Devin? I mean, who knows? Like, maybe they still will, but they'll probably give it like a year for well, everything. I, to cool and I saw, off, you know? I saw some. Yeah, that's good thinking. That's I, really good thinking. I saw some weird thing of like they they had the title like Jackie making the show, and I don't think that would be smart. Like, while I think she is like a central figure or whatever, but you She's can't. Hilarious. Yeah, but like, I don't think you can just make it about her. I don't think it'll ever take off. The Connors no. actually potentially could do something. It maybe makes it makes sense. it makes sense. Yeah, and. A lot of the time, I mean, most of the people that are watching the show right now were around Darlene's age when the show came out. Right. So they they always for the both of the daughters, you mean they, our age, out oh, yeah, our age, ba- yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. they've got like something in common Devin with her. Wasn't like, born. I'm like, yeah. who's Roseanne? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. DJ's older than fucking. Yeah, no Devin. shit. DJ's fucking older. Than yeah, him. DJ. He's like 66. Devin's like, who's DJ? Um, <laughs> he doesn't even know who DJ from fucking uh, Full House is. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Deej. Yeah. Yeah. She's the girl, right? Yeah. I watched Full House. I watched Boy Meets World when I was uh, when I was little. Yeah. Which uh, Boy Meets World is actually on Hulu. I've been rewatching it. It's you mean cool. like a new season? No, no, no. It's oh. like they put all the seasons on there. Oh, that's interesting. Great yeah. story, Devin. Thanks. Yeah, Hulu, not a sponsor. It. Yeah, <laughs> Hulu or Boy Meets. Actually, I was World, in Publix yesterday and I found my favorite kombucha. I like kombucha too. Uh, I'm just saying it was kind of like a oh non, a plug a non sequitur. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, just randomly. Yeah, we're like, yeah, man. The whole thing with Roseanne being racist is fucked up. Uh, when I was a child, I used to watch uh, Boy Meets World. <laughs> is this is this part of the roasting? No, <laughs> we were talking about roasting each other earlier, and they wouldn't roast me for some reason. Now you're getting it. I yeah, that, Josh and I literally wanted to wait until we were on air. Uh, yeah, okay. So that we could just sense. like stab you. Yeah. 
Speaking of childhood, when I was a child, we shopped at Save a Lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. It's okay. Just I can take it. Yeah. Oh, shit. I gave Anyways, you a donut and a breakfast sandwich that's this morning. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I combined them. Yeah, like a fucking asshole. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. It really was weird. But I've seen people do that. People, Adam's like, you can have one or the other, and he takes both. You ever seen that? Like, <laughs> it's like a Krispy Kreme donut cut in half, and you make a hamburger out of oh, it? Oh, yeah. I that, have seen that. Oh, it's disgusting, dude. That was I, delicious. Oh, I could never. I could. Never, never, never. I could eat How seven How did we transition from talking about- Hey, uh, I don't let's know, talk about Roseanne but, and the racism tweet. Oh, have you ever taken a donut and put <laughs> yeah. it on a burger? But yeah. I'm about to bring it back, though. So, look- I think any time that you work for a large corporation like that and you take it upon yourself to take a stand one way or another, um, if it if it's anything that could be detrimental to the company, like they have a they have they have a um, a duty, if you will, yeah. to protect the company and protect um everything that it's about so in that essence a lot uh, of times that's in their contract it is so for her to take that stand and to have a tweet that has i mean essentially is racist uh in some format they don't have any anything to do but to fire her due to the repercussions and the potential loss of marketing so with that same mindset though like how does this tie in or in the same like format what do you guys think about like what's going on with the NFL and the players with and the, the and the new rule that just came down as far as standing up for the national anthem? It's very similar. I mean, they have a rule now and it says that if you want to protest, you can do it in the locker room or you can do it on your own time. You just don't have to come out on the field. But when you're out on the field and the national anthem is played, you are an employee of the NFL and the league and you will stand. Right. And I, I mean, every every company has that. You know, I can't stand up on my desk on, on company time and just start protesting. Yeah, right. and that's something that I've never thought of that way. You know, you are an employee of that team, that, you know, league. So you you do what they say, you know? Absolutely. I mean, you ha- that's just their – yeah, and, and not not to mention, it's not like you're some hourly employee. You are paid an unbelievable amount of money. Yep. So we expect a level of decorum and a level of rule following out of you that's probably above a normal person. Right. You know, they – and they should. They should hold them to an extremely high standard, even though they're just human and a lot of these kids grew up a certain way and whatever, whatever. They should hold them to an unbelievably high standard. Colin Kaepernick, he he broke the mold. He did what he was going to do, and he really got an unbelievable amount of ten, of attention to a really a bad issue, right. and um, it's a really I, fucked up issue. I think the biggest thing is is, I, and I know that honestly, there's a lot of people who are coming out against the NFL in regards to this rule. But here's the thing that they need to understand that. Like we were saying before, if you work for a large company like this and they mandate that this is a rule and it is a part of operating procedure, you can you you don't have to do it. Like you 100% don't have to do it. But if you don't do it, there will be repercussions. And in, the, and in this situation, the NFL has mandated that if you do not stand for the national anthem, not only will that will your team get fined, but also they reserve the right to fine anyone individually mm-hmm. who refuses it or who goes against this rule. You know what? If you want to protest or you want to speak out against, you know, uh, 
unethical acts or or racist acts that are happening you know during your media presentation or, or on your twitter account or on your facebook or anything like that then so be it yeah on your own time on your own time but on a nationally televised event where your company is is in the forefront and is is in front of everyone that is not the stage to do it on no exactly that's what people don't get there are consequences to their every action you know it's they want to do their own things on company time and everything, but they get mad when they get all this backlash, you know, there's, there's consequences to everything that you do. Right. Just like if I go against my company's operating procedure, I'll get fired. Yeah. We, this is, I don't want to get into this, but that's a a problem that's, or, and, and, and it's indicative to what's going on in our culture, basically where you have a lot of people now that don't have consequences. They don't live with consequences. You have schools now that don't even give children grades. They don't, yeah. they don't give them. So we, we're starting to show people that consequences are not black and white anymore, that they, they have a lot more room to breathe because we want people that are like free thinking and whatnot. But what it's done, it's, it's fucked people up. Well, you're setting them up for failure. Exactly. My, our generation, our generation never had knee pads, elbow pads, helmets, nothing. And they've done scientific studies that our generation – is has a much easier time pulling the trigger on really tough decisions because we're like, eh, you know, it's no big deal. What, what, what's the worst can, that can happen? Like I might get hurt a little bit or something like that. But like your generation grew up with a lot of safety equipment and it's it is hindered some people, but not all, hindered some people in being able to make really tough decisions. A lot of times they're really stagnant in their life because they're afraid to fall down and get hurt. Because they yeah. ne- they never they don't know that experience. They didn't stop my mama from dropping me when I was a baby. Yeah, my my mom did too. But see, it's in- it's an interesting psychological thing that that, yeah. that can happen. And but yeah, they they think that they can just do whatever the hell they want. Well, and, in that same capacity, busted. it probably also hinders them from just having like problem solving ability and like free thought. Yeah, it could. It could like fold in on itself. Yeah, basically the whole the, look. The thing with the NFL, I agree with it, and I agree with it from a. Like, I was the CEO, if I were Roger Goodell. They lost a shitload of viewers. Oh, yeah, their revenue went, it tanked last year. Their revenue tanked. They lost uh, subscribers to their online services, people buying material, people buying, you know, shirts and whatnot and merch. They lost ad revenue. I mean, they're, they're, you know, like minuscule people that are giving them money but just saying like i'm not going to pay you anymore i don't want you run my ads yep you know like i'm a good wholesome country or, or company well just people that i know I, I like i know numerous people who said like i haven't watched i didn't watch a game all last season mm-hmm. after after it all started like i walked away and i'm like and that's crazy I to can, say especially when you're talking about football the biggest sport the most popular in a, sport in the nation right yep. almost worldwide almost worldwide soccer's yeah. probably soccer's bigger worldwide. yeah but it's number two yeah I, I agree. It's it's crazy. Um, and and I, I feel like that the NFL as a brand doesn't have a choice but to impose to. this in order to basically keep their fan base alive and to show that, you know what, we're listening to you and we understand it's an issue. Like yep. we're going to. From a business standpoint, they yeah. had to do it. They had to. And I, don't, I haven't really been paying attention to a lot of the pushback. I know there's been some pushback and everyone says that like, 
the NFL. I mean, people were saying crazy sh- like this is how Nazism started. Oh, God, like damn. this is that's like every issue that happens in America though. This, this is, is how, how the Nazis got it's, started. It's standing, this is how fascism started. This is a fascist your, dictatorship. And it's standing shit. up for your country. Like yeah, how could you? I understand the issues that they're trying to bring light to, but it's standing up for history. Yeah, and how how we founded. And I know and the that, people that died. Yeah, and I know that the people who are kneeling say that it has nothing to do with the soldiers, but our flag and our anthem has everything to do with the soldiers. Yeah. And people are protesting it, and it's like I get you you what you you're protesting is happening now. This is a reverent time that we choose to uh, we choose to recognize about our past right. and how we got here, not what's going on now. It's supposed to be reverent and they're protesting it, and you're like, you know what? Protest before, kneel before. When it starts, stand, and then kneel after, as in a moment of silence or something. But it's a time that we're supposed to be proud of how we got here. Right. I understand that right now it's not great, or you feel like it's great, or you feel like you're being targeted, because the news would lend credence to that. Or why not like all we see in the news is that's every time every time during your press conference, like I'm going to wear a shirt for this or like I'm going to wear something like or I'm going to bring it up like. Yeah. Before my press conference, that's a a larger platform than than doing it like during the national anthem. Literally any other time than when the national anthem is playing. Yeah. Yeah. And most of them have millions of followers on social media like they could use that platform. Yeah. Now, it absolutely worked. And I love that I live in a country. Where Kaepernick can do that, yeah. I had friends of mine; these hyper. Also, I mean, that's, it also cost him a lot too, though. It, it did, did. It did. But maybe. But I mean, maybe that was more important. To him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is awesome yeah. that he can. He has the right to do that. And I have a lot of friends that are like I'm. I'm pretty middle of the road. I lean to the right a little bit. I have a lot of really heavy right wing fans or friends. Do you mean left? Do you mean left? left no, friends? just listen to me. Oh, sorry. Follow me. Don't get sorry. ahead of me. Whoa. I have a lot of. <laughs> huh? Whoa. Yeah. Fucking go ape shit over here. I have a lot of right wing friends that were like, I will never watch another NFL game ever. I like people burning their jerseys, burning oh, their yeah, memorabilia, and just saying like this is this is the last straw. That is absurd. Yeah. That to me is you being pissed off about free speech. Yeah. We we live in a country where he can do that. There was no rules set in place. Now there is, and I am damn happy that I live in a place where you know they can still protest, but the rules of to their of their organization say you're going to get fined. Of their employer, if, if they get the the day that someone like puts a wall in front of them and says we don't want to see you, or they drag them out in handcuffs, or they fire them. Or that's the day that fascism has taken over, and when we need to be like, we need to be all over it. Yeah, but here's the thing, though: is is I get what you're saying as far as when it comes to those like extremes, the levels, yeah, right. But once again, if if someone does something, let's say the NFL states a rule and they're like, you can't do this, like whatever it is, like you yeah. can't. You have to wear suits to press conferences, or yeah. like you have to do this. And someone basically says, "I'm not going to do it," and they fire them. Then that's within their rights to do that if they've stated that in order to be a part of this company and a part of this organization, 
and to make this amount of money, you have to do this. Yeah. Once again, it's back to the same thing. If you so want, you're if saying you choose if they, this profession, if they did fire them. Yeah, it would be within their th- it within yeah. their bounds. Now I get what you're saying if they're like abusing them or like something crazy. Yeah, I, I just I'm saying there's a fine line between fascism and just and making someone follow the rules. There's a fine line between fascism and the NFL. Yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. <laughs> title of the episode. Yeah. There's a huge. Um, Should it be called NFL or Antifa FL? Yeah, Antifa. 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 Yeah, that's it. That would be good. Yeah, you know what else would be good? What? If we finally got a punishment for you. Mm-mm. A punishment update. Yeah, it's about time. We finally got our. Time. We finally got our top three, and you're gonna pay. So, we we we've taken a couple, not polls, but we've reached out to our fans, and we've gotten some pretty good ideas. And we've me and Devin, and we've kind of talked about talked to you about them as well. We've come up with the top three. Yeah, this, and this is, I've been pleased and proud. This is the most fan involvement that we've had thus far it is i've been very pleased with how much involvement we've had even though it's little i've been pleased (laughs) well and look some of it's come through facebook some of it's come through you know personal text messages to us um i'm just really happy that we've gotten some responses from it and look a lot of the ideas were really good so thank you uh to those who have given us the ideas that may have won if you will yes thank you very much um, so these are the final three that we've come up with. So number one, Adam has to do a comedy set at an open mic night at a comedy store or location. Or here in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, here in Nashville. So that's number one. He has to do a comedy set at a comedy venue. Whatever. I can get behind that. Okay. Um, second, Adam has to pay for a fairly expensive dinner for me. He is not allowed to eat anything, and he has to wear a T-shirt that says Keto for Life or Keto Love or I Love Keto. I Heart Keto. I Heart Keto. Yeah. Um, it has something obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, or, or may, yeah, something obnoxious. Yeah. And I have to just sit and watch you eat. Yeah. And we, we did off-air discuss that the, the total couldn't be more than 150 Tip included tip included yes <laughs> yes yeah because that you can ring me up real quick the first thing the what i'm thinking about right now though is how many mcdoubles i can get for 150 <laughs> how, how many, many how many you can get for 150 how many sackfuls can you get for take all the meat off and just eat the meat because you're on that stupid <laughs> crash keto diet yeah i'm thinking about how many crunch wraps i can get for, <laughs> for 150 that's um, not keto bro i know uh, and then finally, number huh, three. Huh. Good. What? I was gonna say. Can we put? We. I almost feel like if I'm gonna pay for a meal for you, and I'm gonna have to sit there with a I Heart Keto shirt on and watch you eat, that the meal that you eat has to be a keto meal. That's fine. All right. But I mean that you. You're not oh. real. You're not really like narrowing it down for me. I could oh. I could have steak, yeah. and vegetables. Like I can still have a very very good meal. He just can't have half of a slice of a cake. Yeah, I just can't eat world. a whole cake. Yeah, but I could still have whiskey. That's yeah, a, that's not a problem. One of your sides has to be a warm stick of butter. 
<laughs> yeah. that, that is that is keto yeah. all day. It's literally a a, a a tumbler with a stick of butter sticking out of it. Yeah. Have you been drinking that bulletproof coffee bullshit that's got the the like? I, I don't do it all the time, but I have done it. Where you really where you put butter in it? Ugh. Yeah. It's called bullet coffee. Bulletproof. Yeah. Bulletproof, it's called bulletproof sorry. coffee. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Anyways, that, does it taste gross? No, it doesn't taste bad. Well, because the coffee melts, it just adds flavor and it fat into gross. it. Gross. No, it's not. It's not bad. Anyways, so the third and final option is that you have to mow my lawn in a maid's outfit. <laughs> All of these options will be filmed. <laughs> yes, and they, are. they, they will. will be uh, given to the audience for viewing pleasure. Front and, uh, and back, or front only? What do you mean front only? It has to be a full outfit. No, no, he's talking about the no yard, nuts, dumbass. Your yard, <laughs> oh, front and it. backyard, and weed eating and blowing. Like mow my, like do my lawn. Like I'm not going to landscape your. No, no, shit. no, no. no. Yeah. I'm just talking about <laughs> mowing it and weed eating it and doing everything that I would do in a mowing process. You have to do it to his wife's standards. Yeah, wife's standards, which is with scissors. Yeah. Um, All right, and. You you brought up something funny with that as we put it to the mu- music from Benny Hill. Yeah, and do it in like fast motion. Yeah, we're gonna fa- <laughs> yeah we're gonna fast forward it and we we're gonna start a, a that'll be our first video on YouTube. <laughs> that'll be how we start our YouTube channel. Yeah, that's Listen, actually. Genius. I wanna I wanna go out and say that uh, if Adam doesn't get this comedic lineup, this this impromptu stand up going on then I'm not really excited for the rest, to be I, honest. That I, I do I will say, other than eating a fantastic meal on your coin, <laughs> that that's probably the one I'm most excited about because I would love nothing more. Well look, honestly I think if you, you if you the stories that you would tell on stage are gonna be pretty funny. Yeah, I would and, and I, you're you're gonna plan for it. I know you're I gonna, would plan, you're gonna I wouldn't it. get up there and wing. No 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 I know you're gonna bring it. But just to see you up there and to see you sweat a little bit. Oh I'd God, that part would be good. I will be so nervous. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to. Maybe really... we'll also incorporate the "I Love Keto" shirt into that one too. Okay. Oh, yeah. All no, right. you're gonna yeah, be you're gonna wear be a button up, like a like a plaid, and then like after you get done telling the story and everything, at the end you're gonna fucking S- open Superman. up that plaid and it's gonna like have an "I Love Keto" shirt. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, if I just went up there and sported it the whole time, you know, I, yeah, I, I like the "I Love Keto" the whole time. Yeah, too. like I've got that one shirt that just says "Vegan" on it, and people yeah. always ask me, "Oh, are you vegan?" I'm like, no, I'm not vegan. It happened to me when I was in Vegas. I was wearing the vegan shirt, and all these people kept going, "Oh, bro!" Vegan? Like from afar, people would just look at me and be like, "Yeah, like right on, bro, vegan." And I, I was just like, "I'm not." Vegan. <laughs> I was giving them the finger, like I'm not vegan. <laughs> Does this meaty hoof look like it's vegan? Yeah, yeah. I'm 300 pounds right now. <laughs> I'm I'm a little I'm a sub 300er. You're a sub man. I'm a sub man, just right under it. I'm yeah. not vegan. So if Adam doesn't get this uh, this stand up gig, I'm going to be pretty depressed. So uh, also part of the stand up, you will wear the I love keto shirt, and you have to wear my B Bionic. How can I wear your B Bionic? <laughs> you can. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. I just got to like hook it to my belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. 
What um, if this? These like, are all good options. Out of all the, I mean, so many people had these totally ridiculous, like rollerblading in a thong downtown. Or yeah, something. all all these options that were going to be like me degrading myself, which would have been funny, and just ridiculously uncomfortable. But out of all of these options, I can get behind all of them. They all sound pretty good. I think they might actually be pretty pretty funny. What if Adam ends up doing the stand-up and it like launches a stand-up career? Yeah, wouldn't and that then, be then crazy? Somebody's in the audience like, "Fuck, this guy's this fun. guy's hilarious." We're gonna fly yeah. him out to L.A. Re- yeah, right. I'd, be, I'd be fucking pissed. Realistically, <laughs> I'd be like, "This guy's not half as." You funny better as fucking I plug our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy's not as half as funny as me. Right. Uh, what what's what would end up happening is, or what is definitely going to end up happening is, I'm going to fucking bomb. And, and it's all going to be on camera. And it's all going to be on camera. People are not going to clap. They're not going to think it's funny. You know, I, even though I am more of a physical comic, I mean, you could see like how angry I get and stuff. Um, I wonder if like whenever you're done, if people will think you're as big of an asshole up there as they do whenever you're on the podcast. Well, it depends on how I want to play it. True. Uh, I can play it two ways. I... And you all know, you all know me. A lot of the the like really hardcore asshole stuff, it's a shtick. I'm not that. He's a softy. He's a burly. I, well, and I'm not. Heart. I'm not like a huge asshole. I just kind of play that character, and that's okay. I don't mind because when people, it doesn't take very long. Once people get to know me, they're like, "Oh, he's not." That's not him. Was that like whenever I, t- I told super you? generous, super nice, like caring and empathetic, and it, it's just that I put on this gruff, like grumbly exterior, but it's not true. Whenever I told you that people love to hate you, and you're like, "What? What do you mean?" I got really upset. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, you were like, I've been looking at her comments. People love to hate you. People all people all think that I'm funny and cute, and they think you're an asshole. I was talking to somebody the other day about it, and they were t- they were they were talking about how much you piss them off on the episode sometimes, and uh, they were like, Yeah, but I still like listening to him. Who was it? Uh, it was my buddy's wife. They were talking about the episodes, and and she was like, God, sometimes he just fucking pisses me off. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I should just get rid of him. She's yeah. like, no, no, no. Hey, get in line I, I to be a casualty. Wanna, she's like, no, no, no. I still want to hear it. Like, Hold I, up. You were like, yeah, I should just get rid no, of I him? I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. Like a piece of tissue I paper. Know. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, but she, she was like, no, 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 no. Like that's, the, like, that's the good part about it is he adds that. But I like listening to him. Yeah. Like yeah. he adds that extra, like that yeah. rough side of it. Yeah. You add all the dumb shit humor. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, a half a arm. Damn. But, yeah, I, I think all three of those things are good, honest punishment. It's something that I could get behind. Because most of you all don't know, I mean, behind a microphone, I might sound cool and calm and collected, but you put me up in front of people, and I am going to freeze and stutter and sweat and I might be able to play that up a little bit and make that part of my comedy. But you realize in all three of these scenarios, there's going to be sweat involved, whether I'm eating a steak in front of you or you're mowing my lawn. It's going to be your meat sweats, you fat ass. <laughs> I'll be cool and calm and collected. While you, you, you shove steak down your throat. While, I, while I'm downing a 34-ounce steak. I hope you get E. coli. A 34-ounce steak. Yeah. 
Jesus. A $75 steak. You, you just remember, it's $150, including tip, asshole. <laughs> Anything over I'll that. I'll pay the overage. Yeah, you got to pay, pay the, overage. the overage. Go for Damn. a $300 meal. This is so ridiculous. All right, so real quick, give us just the, the three choices. So they were, Adam has to do a comedy set at a, some comedy venue, open right. mic night. Mm-hmm. Adam has to buy me a meal, a very nice meal, and not eat anything and wear an I Love Keto shirt. Yeah, I just have to sit there and watch you. Yes, and also the I Love Keto shirt is factored into the comedy set. And the third one is he has to mow my lawn in a maid's outfit. In a, in a, like a French maid? Yeah. Or and just a maid? French maid. And dude, Skanky. I can't. I'm excited to see what my neighbors are going to say because I'm going to like call them out of their houses for it. <laughs> and I don't ever interact with my neighbors, but I'm going to knock on their doors for this one time. Like put flyers out. Yeah. Yeah. Come this see Friday. Adam mow my lawn in a maid's outfit. I'll probably get kicked out of my fucking neighborhood as a probably. Probably. Yeah, but it'll be worth it. Because if I mow your yard in a maid outfit, a specifically. A French maid outfit. You, Number one. Your hog's going to be hanging out of it? It'll be hanging out. <laughs> Number one, it'll be the biggest French maid outfit ever made. Yeah, I might have to get my grandma to sew you one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be the biggest French maid outfit ever made. And I'm going to make it really provocative. <laughs> Especially provocative. Good. Yeah. Okay. So this, uh, this is a good lead in to um, a conversation Anna and I were having. Anna's my wonderful girlfriend, pointing towards Adam. Yeah, thanks thanks for reminding us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we were talking on the phone the other night. And, uh, you know, she's been pushing to eat more healthy things lately and stuff like that. Uh, she's been, you know, exercising, working out and stuff like that. She claims she needs to lose weight. I don't see it, but whatever. Um, so... She was explaining to me, you know, everything I'm, I'm doing is just not working, stuff like that. And she says a sentence that really almost made me hate her. Hmm. She said, I think I'm going to do keto. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's bought into it. And there was about. Yeah, she's bought in. <laughs> she's bought into losing a little bit of weight and looking cute and then getting real fat after that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And there was about five seconds of silence. Before I said, that's a stupid fucking idea. (laughs) Yes. I was hoping. I was hoping you were going to be like, that's a crash diet. I'm going to message Anna right now and and say, hey, if you want to need some pointers, let me know. Yeah. And I was like, have you listened to any of our fucking episodes? Do you remember what the doctor said to Josh's wife when Whatever. she mentioned keto? Sorry that, that 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 my wife's doctor is still going off the shit he learned in the 60s. Do you remember when Josh went on vacation, he hijacked his own weight loss and gained 15 pounds while he was gone? <laughs> I said, Anna, you're going to eat a small slice of cake and go into cardiac fucking arrest. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's such bullshit. Go into carb overload because your body doesn't even know how to... Actually, like process the carbs anymore, right? Bullshit. See, I listen. I'm a very supportive person, okay. Especially when you know we are in uh, any type of relationship together. I told her straight up. I was like, "Listen, you do what you want. I will not help you or participate in this keto diet." Are you serious? Yes. Why not, dude? She's gonna die. 
You're clearly because okay. right, Josh look, is dead. Look, you're you're being ridiculous. Josh and, is dead inside. Uh, if you love your your girlfriend, you're gonna support her through her keto experience. I said, I said, you better fix me my non-keto dinner. You better fix me my bologna sandwich. Yeah, my fried bologna sandwich with spam on yeah. it. Well, you know what? Even if you don't support Anna through her keto experience, I will be her. Josh if, will. Yeah, if she needs advice, and um, your piece of shit. Appreciate it. I'll be here to help Anna buy clothes when she gets really fat. <laughs> when she gains tons After of weight the keto, back. Yeah. Are you going to give her your 4X shirts? Yeah. Wear? I don't have 4X shirts, you asshole. Yeah, you do. You no, I don't. Ass. And just as a side note, Anna, we all think you're gorgeous and beautiful and sweet and kind, and we would love to have you on as a guest again. You know we're just joking. And that's Adam's way of hitting on your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's, I'll allow it. This because is Adam, has, Adam yeah. has a miserable life. So. Yeah. Even though Anna, out of everyone on the podcast, I'm like third in line. She thinks <laughs> she that did I, say I was her favorite, uh, her favorite person on the podcast. I know, which blows my mind. That's okay. I'm only her second favorite because we're dating. Can we hurry up and wrap this fucking episode up? I'm tired. I want to go to bed, and Josh has got to go get lubed up for his new arm. (laughs) This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam. (laughs) 